0: Master Xavier Rees and the God who gives wisdom to the wise. Daniel reminded the king regarding the supernatural,
1: revelation of the future. The astrologers, the magicians, and the soothsayer cannot declare it to the king. But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, hidden things. God alone knows the secret things, those hidden things that we don't know, but he has declared them, and then he gives wisdom for them to be known. They're not mysterious to him. He's the author of them.
0: Welcome to Simple Truths, the daily half-hour study of God's Word with Xavier Reese, Senior Pastor of Calvary Chapel of Pasadena, California. During the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus explained how God causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous, meaning God often fulfills His will by way of the lives of unbelievers. And what greater example than the one before us from our continuing study series in the book of Daniel, involving the perplexing dream of a merciless king, and its prophetic interpretation. Here's Pastor Xavier providing the background for today's simple truths drawn from chapter 2. Daniel
1: and his friends sought the mercies of God from heaven uh, for the dream and interpretation of King Nebuchadnezzar so that they would not perish along with the wise men of Babylon. God had given favor to Daniel already before by Aspenaz, the master eunuch, in chapter 1, verse 8 and 9, that he not defile himself with the king's meat. And God had given to Daniel also understanding about visions and dreams in chapter 1, verse 17, preparing Daniel for what God was going to do through Nebuchadnezzar. God works on both ends, ties them together. He's in heaven. So we have to remember that while we're running around here like a chicken with our head cut off, the God's up on the throne and he's not biting his nails, okay? Things are happening down here, but we're moving along his story. And so we need to keep that in mind. God was in charge. Nebuchadnezzar would come to know that and acknowledge that. He was a hard not to crack, but he did crack. Now, at this point... Daniel has received the dream and interpretation from God in order to go before King Nebuchadnezzar, and it consists of three scenes that are given to us here. First, verse 19 down to 23, we have the response of Daniel to God for giving him the interpretation of the dream. Second, 24 through 30, the report of Daniel to Ariok. He would give the king... The interpretation to his dream. And then 30, 31 through 45, the revelation of Daniel to the king about the interpretation of his dream. Now, notice 19 to 20. The exaltation of God by Daniel comes first. This is great. And Daniel just broke out spontaneous in worship of God. Poetical rhythm here, as many of the Psalms that begin with blessed, bless God, bless God. The word blessed, you know, means to adore. To praise someone. In this context, is God. The idea is speaking highly of God. What a privilege. What a, what a joy to know the living God. The motivation behind the words is gratitude. He has gone before the throne of grace. And God has responded. It's been noted that Daniel quotes about 15 different passages here. From Exodus, Genesis, Chronicles, Job, Psalms. Incredible. Daniel, a man of prayer. A man of the word. A man of purified purpose. Wow. Incredible young man. In verse 20, Daniel expressed his praise over the person of God. Daniel answered and said, blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For wisdom and might are his. He blessed the name of God forever and ever, indicating the character of God. Holy, faithful, true. The aspect behind the name means you who you are, character. There was a time in our society and in the world, in America, where you protected your name. Where you told your children, this is your family name, live up to it, character, that's lost today, literally, here indicating from ancient times to eternity, his jubilation of joy over the fact that God granted him and his three friends the dream and the interpretation for Nebuchadnezzar, and take note of that, many people don't point that out, his friends are with him, he gives them credit, and they're with him in the interpretation, okay? Daniel is the central figure, but Daniel always includes the others. Now, notice he blessed God due to the fact that wisdom is his, one of his attributes. Knowledge is information and facts. Wisdom is the right application to get the best result. This was a supernatural revelation, not the product of Daniel's training in Babylon. He's going to make this very key. Not because he was so smart, not the preparation of Babylonians, but this is divine revelation, okay? He takes no credit. He blessed God due to the fact that might is his also, strength and power, not to hinder him or thwart him in any way, another attribute of omnipotence. God is never nervous about who he comes up against. God is what's controlling the powerful Nebuchadnezzar. And that was driving Nebuchadnezzar crazy. He has everything, but this stuff is driving him crazy. He doesn't know what's going to happen in the kingdom. He's powerful. He doesn't know. He wants to know. Look at 21 and 22. The admiration of God's sovereign control by Daniel is given. In 21, and he changes the times and the seasons, having understood the revelation of the period of of the future empires. God has made it known to him. Now Daniel knows who these are. The word times there, it means the duration of times. The word season means specific times periods or epochs, kind of like the Greek word karyos, season. So in other words, God determines the length of nations, periods of history, the different changes, and the particular events. And while all this is going on, individuals have free will to make decisions, but they never thwart the ultimate purpose of God. Now, that drives you crazy tough. Take it up with them when you get there. It doesn't matter, okay? God never violates man's free will he's going to tell us that he puts these men on the throne but he's not responsible for the evil. That means that God is in control but they are responsible for the evil they bring. Otherwise, God would have to judge himself. Alright? Now, he removes kings and raises up kings having received the future rulers of the four empires. Daniel knows. The king doesn't at this point. God removes kings without violating their will as I said. God sets and allows leaders of the world as difficult as it is for us to see that sometimes. He gives wisdom to the wise, knowledge to those who have understanding, as Cyrus and others, as we see. God aids and helps men who are wise for the good of man and for the good of God. That's believer and non-believer. God gives knowledge to those having understanding, it says, the sermon, both unbeliever, pagan, godly, all for his glory. The rain falls into just the just and unjust, right? He reveals deep and secret things, he says. He knows that it is uh, what is in the darkness, and light dwells with him, having received the dream and interpretation now. Now, Daniel knew this, but he sees it clearly regarding the dream and the interpretation. God alone knows the deep things, the mysterious things. They're not mysterious to him. He's the author of them. <laughs> God alone knows the secret things, those hidden things that we don't know, but he has declared them, and then he gives wisdom. For them to be known. God sees and perceives all. Despite of darkness. Because nothing is hidden from him. There's no darkness before him. God alone is light. He is light and in him is no darkness at all. 1 John 5 tells us that. Now notice next here. The appreciation of God by Daniel. I mean this is just his prayer. He's just worshiping God. (laughs) First thing he does before he goes to king. Nebuchadnezzar. He worships God. In 23... Daniel worships God for the spiritual heritage that he has. He made it personal. I thank you and praise you. Personal. It's so important that your relationship be up to date. Fresh. The vertical axis. He considered it a privilege. Oh God of my fathers. He's got a heritage behind him. That you're speaking to me as you did to them. Listen. God has no grandchildren. Your children and mine will never inherit the kingdom of God if they're not born again. They will not get into heaven because you are a Christian. Talk about being in prayer. Talk about the accountability to warn our children and to be that example. Still in 23, Daniel worship God for revealing the dream and interpretation. First, for the enablement. Listen carefully. You have given me wisdom and might. Wow. Second, for answering the petition. And have now made known to me what we... Ask of you, we, me, we, okay? He's not alone here. Third, for appeasing the king, for you have made known to us the king's demand. God created the problem. God gives a solution to the problem. This is done by God. A.W. Tozer, in his uh, devotional, Renewed, Day by day, September twenty-fourth says the following quote I observe with pain amusement how many water boys of the pulpit in their efforts to be prophets are standing up straight and tall and speaking out boldly in favor of ideas that have been previously fed into their minds by the psychiatrists, the sociologists, the novelists, the scientists, and the secular educators. This man spoke as a prophet back last century, middle of it. (laughs) Great preacher, teacher. Listen, as a new decalogue has been adopted by the neo-Christian. What a what a contradiction! What a oxymoron! Neo, new Christian? There's no such thing. There's only one type of Christian: a biblical Christian, okay? Scriptural Christian. These neo Christians of our day, the first word of the, which reads their new decalogue: "Thou shall not disagree," and a new set of beatitudes too, which. Begin, blessed are they that tolerate everything, for they shall not be made accountable for anything. Wow. Does this describe our multicultural, nauseating society? Non judgmental, dysfunctional, enabling, codependent? Wow, we are so smart, aren't we? Their adoration is not of God today, but of the abilities of man, ladies and gentlemen. This was lacking from the pulpits of America. How we need to never forget to express our gratitude to God when he answers our prayers. When he opens the door for that uh, job you've been seeking and he grants you that interview and then he gives you that job. Or he has the good wisdom to close that door because he has a better one. When you're praying for your child and there's difficulties at school with the kids or whatever it may be and you're fervently on your face, as he's in school and he comes home and he tells you of God's victory. You know anything about that? And everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. First Thessalonians 5.18. I am so hard-headed and so earthbound sometimes. God has to slap me, wake me up. Remember that old commercial? Thank you, I needed that. <laughs> we need to keep in mind that some of the people who hold positions of power and leadership of the world are there directly by the hand of God. Either by the hand of God for the good of the people due to their moral standards of the people and the nation or their dependency upon God, or by the hand of God in judgment due to the immoral, wicked living of that nation and the people to judge them. You remember Nehemiah, he's in captivity. He was born in captivity, never saw Jerusalem, he just heard stories about it. And he was a cupbearer to the king. And listen to his prayer, chapter 1, verse 11. Oh Lord, I pray, please, let your ear be attentive to the prayer of your servant and to the prayer of your servants, plural, who desire to fear your name. And let your servant prosper this day. I pray and grant him mercy in the sight of this man, for I was a king's cupbearer, King Xerxes. He prayed for four months. God, I know it's impossible. Chase this man hard that he lets me go. We need to always remember that regardless who the leader directing a nation, we can pray and petition God for his intervention to save the man, to deal with the man, to remove the man. First Timothy 2, 1-4 through four says, Therefore I exhort, first of all, that supplication prayers and our sessions and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet And peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Power of prayer, obedience to prayer. God doesn't say, understand what you're praying, understand how it works. He says, just pray. And if you know the Word of God, you'll know how to pray. If you don't know the Word of God, then you're gonna pray selfishly and silly. The response of Daniel to God for giving him the interpretation of the dream was an expression of adoration. That's it. Just adoration. Notice secondly, verse 24 through 30. The announcement of Daniel to Ariok that he would give the king the interpretation of his dream is the second scene. In 24 to 25, uh, the man Daniel reported the good news to Ariok. Uh, Daniel understood the chain of command of the kingdom. Notice there in 24, Ariok had been waiting for the reply of Daniel. Therefore, Daniel went into Ariok. Now, you remember that Daniel, or Ariok, back in verse 13, had begun to execute the wise men of Babylon immediately. And he was on his way to get Daniel and his friends to execute them. Ariok had informed Daniel about the king's decree in verse 15. And that's what caused him to go before the king and to go before the throne of grace. And here in twenty four, Arioch had ceased from executing the wise men pending on Daniel's answer, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. Arioch's duty bound to the king. He's got reprieve. He's waiting. The king is anxious. Arioch is waiting. I mean, you can cut it with a knife in Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar is a bad dude. You don't mess with him. It is thick. He was a captain of the king's guard, the chief executioner. Now, Daniel stated the words of deliverance for the wise men. What a relief came over Ari. <sighs> the words to Ariok in 24. He went and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Whoa, what a relief. The words to Nebuchadnezzar, Take me before the king, and I will tell the king the interpretation. Wow. So Daniel went in before the king in 25. Then Arioch quickly brought Daniel before the king. It is possible that he was the one that ushered him before the king in verse 16, though it's not stated. But he was the executioner, most likely he was. Arioch announced to the king, notice, that he was responsible for the locating of Daniel. I like that. You know, you always want to put your little bit in, you know? You need a little promotion. You need a raise. And he said thus to him, I have found a man. Of the captives of Judah, who will make known to the king the interpretation? <laughs> now, you know Daniel went already before the king to ask him. So I don't know how the king bought this, but either way, <laughs> he distinguishes Daniel, notice, from the wise men of Babylon. Though he had been accepted into the wise men club, he's made distinct from them now. First by Arioch, but he wanted credit for Daniel and the interpretation. Then in 26 to 28, notice the king inquired of the claims of Daniel about the dream and interpretation. He's a little cynical at this point. The king directed himself to Daniel, but not by name. The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar. This is a recording of his name by the author, Daniel himself, to distinguish himself, and he's the same one of chapter 1. There can be no difference here. The king had been waiting for the word. He had met with Daniel. Back in verse 16, he requested a time. Now, we're not told how long, but again, it must have been tense. The time difference of the promotion to now, we're not told, but it had been three years since he had been trained. And remember that he and his three friends were brought before Nebuchadnezzar, and they were found to be ten times better than all the magicians, astrologers, You would think that perhaps the king would say, hey, Dan, how you doing? You know, I remember you. He's so excellent. But it really doesn't share that with us. In 26, the king directed himself to Daniel with a questionable attitude. Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen in its interpretation? Because that was the requirement of the soothsayers. Nebuchadnezzar asked if Daniel had the ability because the wise men had confessed they did not. In the earlier verses, they couldn't do it. Nebuchadnezzar is full of doubt here this time. His wise men had failed, which brings another problem to Nebuchadnezzar. He has to acknowledge that these wise men, who are supposedly being led by his gods, have just been shut down, and it's the God of Daniel who's more powerful than his own gods. That's not good news when you run running a kingdom. You have to deal with that. Nebuchadnezzar asks if Daniel could meet the required edict, both the dream and the interpretation. Nebuchadnezzar perhaps thought that Daniel maybe was buying some time also like the soothsayers in that to delay execution. I mean we know human nature. It's there. Notice 27 and 28 the man Daniel answered the king confidently in twofold answer. Whenever you give an answer to somebody about God's word don't do it arrogantly or proudly but do it very very confidently. Give them a big smile and give them the answer. They don't believe it? That's up to them. It's not your problem. But don't ever apologize for God's word. Never. Daniel reminded the king about the inability of his wise men regarding the supernatural revelation of the future. I like this. Daniel answered in the presence of the king and said, The secret which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, and the soothsayer cannot declare it to the king. So there. (laughs) Kind of rubbing the king's nose in it. Did Daniel forget who this guy was? Oh no, no. Daniel knows God's in control. And he's not doing it arrogantly. He's reminding the king, because what is Daniel and God after before all of this? the heart of Nebuchadnezzar? to turn him, that he come to know God. Simple. Nebuchadnezzar was a powerful king on the throne. The astrologers, the magicians, soothsayers, again assisted him with his God. they're, they're powerless. Notice Daniel, in contrast, proclaims now the king or to the king the abilities of God regarding the supernatural revelation of the future. It's a contrast. Instructing the king says, but there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, hidden things. He informs the king and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days, very specific." The latter days usually is associated with the time of the Messiah, the kingdom age. Here is included with the time of the Gentiles, which start with Babylon, go all the way to the feet of iron and clay, which is the last government empire on the earth with the Antichrist, and that will follow with the establishing of the kingdom. So the phrase still associated with the Messiah's kingdom. The phrase appears 14 times in the Old Testament. Now, at the end of 28 down to 30, the men Daniel revealed the king's thoughts that led to his dream. So, I mean, stop and think. You're, you're Neb. And here you are. You're, you're looking. No one's able to tell the dream. And he started telling not only the dream exactly, but now Daniel tells him what brought that dream. What was his concern? Whoa, Jackson. <laughs> this powerful king, I think, paid attention. Might even got a little nervous. In 28, Daniel revealed... That the content of his words were to his dreams and visions in the night. He says, your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were these. Specifically, what caused him to come to this concern? Daniel reveals the king was troubled about the kingdom in 29 The king was wondering about the future of the kingdom. As for you, O king, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what would come to pass after this. He just became king a few years ago. His dad died in 606. He got crowned as king. Here he is. He's got this powerful kingdom. All these things going on. What's going to happen? The king in heaven revealed to Nebuchadnezzar the future kingdoms. And he revealed secrets has made known to you what will be. Men don't know. Daniel reveals the nature of the revelation to him. Look at 30. The revelation had nothing to do with the wisdom of Daniel. Oh, this is good. Don't miss this. But as for me, the secret has not been revealed to me because I have more wisdom than anyone living. I wish pastors would listen up, especially those with successful, quote, quote, successful ministries. When God does the work, don't take the credit amazing to me, the arrogance of pastors today. The revelation was to deliver Daniel and his friends from being executed, but for our sakes who makes known the interpretation to the king. And the revelation was to give the answer to Nebuchadnezzar about the concerning future of Babylon, and that you may know the thoughts of your heart.
0: Wow. Pastor Xavier Reese using the young prophet Daniel's interpretation of Nebuchadnezzar's dream to once again illustrate God using the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Of course, you can hear this message again online anytime by selecting today's date at the radio listings link at CalvaryChapelPasadena.com. And as always, we have CD copies available as well. And the title you want to ask for is simply The Time of the Gentiles. We just ask that you include $4 with your request to help cover the costs. Once again, that title to ask for is The Time of the Gentiles When You Write Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. Or to make your request by phone, call 800-926-1485. Again, that's 800-926-1485. Or the address once again is Simple Truths, 2200 East Colorado Boulevard, Pasadena, California, 91107. And thanks for mentioning the call letters of this station when you get in touch. This helps us track the effectiveness of this ministry in your area. And then join us for more Simple Truths right here next time with Pastor Xavier Reese.